0: The details of my life are quite inconsequential. Read my lips. If you have sex, your penis will fall off and land in another dimension populated entirely by dogs who will eat it. Well, that's something I'd like to avoid. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Miss Lewinsky. I'm a paladin with 18 charisma and 97 hit points. I can use my helm of disintegration and do 1d4 damage as my half-elf mage wields his +5 holy avenger. And as president, I'm going to make it impossible for congressmen or lobbyists to slip pork barrel projects or corporate welfare into laws when no one's looking. Because when I'm president meetings where laws are written will be more open to the public no more secrecy that's the commitment i make to you as president the michael graf show it is my opinion he is a danger to himself and others and is in need of treatment finally a guy in broadcasting that represents the very average side of us all The following broadcast is in the hands of a college-educated, barely-employed guy that does a podcast for an audience of fewer people than Paris Hilton has brain cells. It's hard to imagine that he's perpetually single. Now, from the middle of desert urbania, this is Michael Groff in Exile. Man, all right, thank you it's, uh, it's time to launch into it once again Coming from the Common Sense Party It's Michael Groff in exile The self-appointed voice of reason Because nobody else wants to do it It's uh, time for us to put down the Kool-Aid And get into it Thanks so much for checking us out We're here, we do this podcast as often as possible um, Monday through Friday, allegedly Or whenever I feel like it It is Thursday, August 12th, 2010. Email address, mike at kmgx.com. That is uh, the contact information for this program. Again, email mike at kmgx.com. That's also our PayPal address. You can always make a generous contribution to this program via PayPal. We do live, thrive, and survive on your donations. I know I'm sounding like a preacher. Mormon. Ladies and gentlemen, we do live and strive and survive on your generous donations. Uh, many hands make a heavy workload light. Uh. All right so please uh, don't don't hesitate to do that and of course Michael Grov show AOL Instant Messenger that is our screen name it is available 24/7 365 Michael Grov show AOL Instant Messenger EFnet IRC Net Radio the channel you can always come on and chat with us even when we're not here somebody might be there and i I'll eventually read them I respond to all the emails and messages including the death threats so you're welcome to keep those coming in Um MichaelGroff.com is the place to go for all of your other Accessorated uh, accessory, uh, accessory Michael Groff needs uh, This is the worst intro ever It's as if I haven't been doing this For 10 years I am way off Tonight I, my, I have to tell you Earlier this afternoon I, I get this just ringing in my left ear I think somebody was talking about me My, my left ear was almost burning and my equilibrium's been thrown off I think the whole afternoon, the rest of the day now I've been sitting here And I, I've just been I've been crazy or something I don't know maybe, maybe it's actually a good mood Maybe I'm actually in a good mood for some reason That could be it I, I'm pretty sure that's what it is I'm actually feeling uh, upbeat That's that feeling The weight of the world not on your shoulders? Wait, I don't know what that feels like. What? Alright. So there's a lot going on. There's a lot of stuff that I'd like to get into. As you may know. There's the gatekeepers of the news all over the internet. A lot of people have a lot of opinions as to what they value as news. There's what Fox News considers news. There's what MSNBC considers to be news. CNN. Again, everybody has their own definition of the news. But of course, all that matters is what I think is news. People are idiots. Everyone has their own definition of what's newsworthy. The feeling most people get when they hear a Barack Obama speech. My, I felt this thrill going well, up my leg. I mean, well, I don't have that too often. I guess some people shouldn't be gatekeepers of the news. <laughs> but Lucky for you, the decisions are now in the capable hands of this guy. <laughs> it's time now for Michael Groff's seven most salient, salacious, and stimulating storylines of the day. the The computer monitor, I don't think, wanted me to do it. For a minute, it just blinked out, and I was like, you know what? I was about to just get up and leave. I was going to leave my own podcast, but you know what? I'm sticking around. You can't get rid of me that easily. Number seven, Rand Paul. Now, immediately that strikes up a conversation, just the name Rand Paul. Well, it appears that the latest common talking point now is that... um, Some woman from many, many, many years ago comes out and accuses him of kidnapping her and forcing her to worship some Buddha god and all sorts of other shenanigans on a drunken rampage one night. Naturally, the story is being perpetuated primarily by, well, surprise, surprise, the left who don't like Rand Paul and think that he's just a wacko lunatic. And maybe he is, but... Last I checked, before we accused, before we just jumped down somebody's throat and assumed that some wild accusation from some woman was true, usually there had to be some credibility, some substantiation, some something to, I don't know, some proof of it. I mean, I, that's just me being crazy, but, and of all the people the Democratic Party jumping down this guy's throat when you've got Charlie Wrangell in trouble, Maxine Waters in trouble, you got a whole cabinet under the President of the United States. Some of them can't even pay their damn taxes. They don't even know how to use TurboTax correctly. And yet you're going to point the finger at Rand Paul for a situation that is probably completely made up from God knows how many years ago? Really? Gee, I wonder when we're going to talk about the issues in the upcoming... Election Number six. I'm just saying. Uh, there's a heat wave going on in Russia. Yeah, I know the global warming folks are going to be like, Look, see, that's proof. There's global warming. It's hot in Russia. It's never been hot. They are some of the hottest temperatures that are on record. And, of course, the period of record goes back a whopping 120, 130 years or so. So in the last 120 years, these are some of the hottest temperatures seen in Russia. For example, in Moscow, the temperature rose to above 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, quit your bitching. You know, it was 108 in Phoenix today. I mean, really, just shut up. Number five. So you know this guy that went nuts, this guy uh, what is his name, Steven Slater, he's the guy that um, was the JetBlue employee that just went nuts he had enough of taking a bunch of crap from uh, the passengers on aircraft so he finally snapped he went nuts, he blew up, then he got on the the intercom system, cursed out the passengers inflated the emergency slide took a beer and went out of the plane and walked to his car and went home, well First of all, we reported initially that he didn't get fired because he wasn't fired immediately. But JetBlue has turned around and fired him. But the the weird part of this story is now Mr. Slater has folk hero status. He's now considered something of an icon. This guy is a folk hero. People are looking at this guy as as that I I wish I could do that, man. I yeah, well, um, in this economy, I, I, I'm i sure you do. Imagine how hard it is going to be for this guy to find a job. Just saying. Number four. So the Rod Blagojevich trial went on. The jury has been deadlocked, and they say there's just no way that they're going to come to a verdict. Of course, facing all sorts of indictments, counts against him, including selling... Uh, the the Senate seat that was open when Barack Obama became president of the United States. Selling that Senate seat to the highest bidder. Just so you know, that's actually against the law. You can't do that. But I guess the jury just didn't see enough evidence. I guess all those tapes and all the documents, I guess that just wasn't enough for some of them. Probably some Democrats on that jury. What do you think? Number three. Number three. A gay rights group is suing the military over "Don't Ask, Don't Tell." This is something that we thought was going to happen some time ago, and it, lo and behold, it's happening. "Don't Ask, Don't Tell" is a stupid policy. It always has been. I don't care if there's a gay guy in the military. Um, I, I, last I checked, if you're in a foxhole with somebody, the last thing you're thinking about is kind of. I, I wonder. Wonder if this guy. Wonder if this guy watches American Idol. Number two. Two. Uh, there's a relief well. The relief wells um, have been delayed. You know, they're, they've still, well, they have capped, they've done this top kill procedure on the deep horizon well, which was leaking all that oil into the Gulf, and that's been dead now for about a month almost. Um, and it's successfully been done, but they've still been drilling relief wells to also kill it from the bottom. But those have been delayed because of a brewing tropical storm. In, uh, in and around the Gulf of Mexico, so that's still a, a big issue, but they don't think it's they don't think it's that big a deal. Uh, they just want to make sure they get these relief wells drilled because they don't know what the ramifications are if um, all that oil is still going somewhere and the, listen this this thing is not over yet, not by any means. so uh, that's that's not good news but um, for the moment still no oil leaking into the Gulf. But that in and of itself That's all We could do a whole show Just on that mess Number one and we, Number one And we pretty much have Yesterday 30,000 people Were lining up To get vouchers From the government Vouchers to stave off Their homes Being foreclosed on Vouchers for Section 8 housing Um This has just been Another thing uh, Created by the government This is just the Continuation The perpetuation Of the welfare state Uh what happens when people get to be Reliant on the government Then What's the incentive To vote in new guys Why not just keep the guys that are giving you all the free stuff Then you just get More and more reliant on the government Well the self-perpetuating cycle continued as Mobs and, and by the way these mobs They got a little bit uh, unruly yesterday I'm sure the, the warm summer temperatures Had nothing to do with it is bad stuff. All right. Well, anyway, that's just some of what's on my radar right now. Who needs billion-dollar cable news when you've got Michael Grob? All right. So that's just some of the stuff happening. Uh, we obviously have a lot of other stuff that uh, we're going to get to on the program here. Um, what I I think when we come back from the break. I think the best thing, I think the the story that we ought to get to, though. we haven't had a person sees religious symbol in food story in God. What's it been at least two days since we've done a story like that? So we've got to get you that. And lo and behold, it's from a redneck place. What a surprise! Somebody has spotted another religious symbol in a in, in food, and no, it's not from New York City. No, it's not from Los Angeles. No, it's not from Miami. It's not from a major metropolitan area. <laughs> what a what a surprise that is um, to me. But nonetheless, uh, there's you know you've got you've got that element to uh, to think about. So we we'll get into that a little bit. What else do we want to talk about here? We've got some other stuff from the Michael Groff Show Stupid News file that's um, just been overflowing the desk. I also have to get into Lady Gaga. There's been some Lady Gaga news. Uh, I try to avoid talking about Lady Gaga at all costs, but um, I, I think it's it's probably uh, it's probably uh, a good idea for us to at least uh, delve into it just a little bit because, well, she did make some news while we were on a, our hiatus. And now uh, you've got a couple guys in the recording business that's saying that she's ruining the industry. You have other people that are comparing this woman to Madonna. Believe me, Lady Gaga is no Madonna. I mean, she might try to sleep with as many guys as Madonna, but she's not a Madonna. Not even close. In her wettest of dreams... Lady Gaga, really? All right, it's Michael Groff in exile on a Thursday. More coming up. We'll be back with this, whatever this is. Mike at KMGX.com, the email address. MichaelGroff.com for everything else. Michael Groff related. Back in a moment. Just cursed. I got here. I cut off all my friends. I think I figured out my life begins when fun ends. I got my way back with segment number two. It's Michael Graf in exile on a Thursday. Yeah, I got at KMGX.com, our email and PayPal address. Send money. Oh yeah. Then I get to try to put it back together it falls apart. You can also find out more information about this program, about me, about everything else. At the one the only MichaelGroff.com, the website that's never really updated. It's um, Never imitated, never duplicated. Frankly, it's just uh, it's just a site that's there. Um, I don't know why, but it is there, so you can always uh, take advantage of that. Isn't that great? What a, pro- what a self-promoter I am. Woo! Devil is in my pants, it's shoot first. Well, Alright. Now I don't want yeah, I got So what I, I have to get into a few things. There's lots of stuff that's still on my desk here from when um from when we were on our hiatus, but I, I guess I would be remiss if we didn't do our uh if we didn't do our, our mandate, this is just like a mandatory sort of thing. Uh, I mean, I I don't know, maybe it's getting a little gratuitous at this point, but it's time for yet another exciting edition of people that find religious symbols in their foods. This time, yeehaw! What do you know? I told you this did not come from a a uh, this is a from a hick place. Believe me. Dateline Bakersfield, California. <laughs> uh, a Bakersfield woman is claiming divine intervention after she after she said that she found a cross. Seared into a potato chip. <laughs> yeah, Bakersfield TV station K-E-R-O was reporting that Amanda By Bzad Bez, Amanda Bizad was about to eat the Lay's potato chip. I love Lay's potato chips when she discovered the cross. She said that she's never seen anything quite like it, but she isn't quite ready to call it a miracle just yet Quote I don't know It's either divine inspiration Or some random rogue person That decided to stick it into the bag of chips I don't know But I think it's cool Beeson said She said that she usually pays attention To what she uh, eats And is glad that she didn't take the uh, the next bite this time Quote I think uh, She said I was I was talking to my family While I was eating chips as I took a chip, I saw the cross. I thought, wow, wait a minute. Then I just stopped and stared at it. My family was looking at me like I was crazy. I told them that there was a cross burned into the center of the chip. The reason that they were looking at you and thought you were crazy, because you're crazy. I mean, the chip clearly, like they, they show a picture of this chip and clearly, all uh, right, clearly, it, it looks like a cross, but so what? You, know, you gotta like these religious nuts. You, you gotta really respect these people because if Jesus is going to talk to you, we all know that he's not just going to come up to you and say, "Hey, what's going on, man? It's Jesus here." No, he's going to send you symbols in the food you eat. Maybe, and if you see the picture of this woman, or if you see the video of this clip from KERO TV, if you see this, you'll you'll understand this woman probably. The sign should have been, stop eating the potato chips, honey. It's a it's a massive woman. It is a huge woman that is just shoveling potato chips into her pie hole. God must be trying to tell her, stop eating the potato chips unless you want to see me a lot sooner. All right, she named it the cross chip. Yes, she even has a name for this chip. She calls it the cross chip and stores it in a box to keep others from eating it. Quote, my boyfriend always jokes with me that he is going to eat it. Now I keep it hidden in a box to keep it safe. Maybe one day I will get one of those plastic cases. Honey, it's a potato chip. She says, quote, I know it's just a potato chip, but there is a cross in it. You could make your own potato chips with crosses in them. You know that. Do you know how to make potato chips? It's not actually not that hard. I mean, I'm not a master chef, but I know I could make potato chips. Pretty sure I could do that. I mean, honestly, give me a throw me a freaking bone here, Scott. So anyway, that's uh, that's just another addition. Throw me a freaking bone here. <laughs> This is another edition of nut jobs that find religious symbols in their food. Brought to you this time by Yeehaw, it's Bakersfield, California. Doggies. I'm gonna go. have me some me slapping fun here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, there you have it. Getting more mileage out of that banjo bed than ever. Okay. All right, meanwhile, 30,000 people showed up to receive Section 8 housing applications in East Point on Wednesday, suffering through hours in the hot sun, angry flare-ups in the crowd, and lots of frustration— Um, And uh, the massive event sometimes uh, described uh, it it basically some people called it a chaotic mob scene filled with anger and impatience. Some uh, 62 people needed medical attention and 20 of them were transported to a hospital, authorities said. A baby went into a seizure in the heat and was stabilized at a nearby hospital. Uh, perhaps um, there was uh, some people that were removed on stretchers, carted off. Still, officials at East Point declared that the day was a success. Nobody was arrested and nobody was seriously injured, they said. It was an assessment roundly challenged by many of the people who uh, had to go through it, of course. Um, But this was all uh, as part of... Well, uh, people trying to get into Section 8 housing A lot of people can't afford their homes anymore A lot of people foreclosed on their homes So now they're moving into Section 8 housing Trying to live off that unemployment You know, because that's what, that's what the Republicans try to tell you Is, you know, we don't want people living on this unemployment We gotta cut that short Yeah, because, you know, you can really live on 240 bucks a week Yeah, really that's, that's the kind of lifestyle that you can put together Concern is rising that a similar scene could occur Thursday when the housing authority um, in this small city begins accepting the completed applications. Wednesday's event was to try and hand out the paperwork, and uh, this was just to hand out paperwork. You waited in line for hours in the heat just so you could get the paperwork necessary to file for Section 8 housing. That was what that whole uh, spiel was about on Wednesday. So just imagine what you would have to go through now. Now you got to return. And now it's only going to be like, you know, a year before you actually get your your application uh, returned or before you actually hear from the government regarding your application. Meanwhile, Florida Attorney General Bill McCullen on Wednesday proposed tougher curbs against illegal immigration. This is big news. A lot's been made about Arizona's fight against illegal immigration and SB 1070, which was our uh, state Senate bill, which uh, made uh, gave the police the authority in this state to enforce immigration law. And if they suspected that somebody was in this country illegally, they could act upon it and they could turn them over to the Immigration and Customs Enforcement folks. And apparently that was controversial. I didn't understand the controversy behind it. I still don't. I don't know why it even had to go before a court. There was nothing inherently racist about it. There was nothing wrong with it. But Florida has taken that law and they're going a step further with it. This is, uh, let's see here. The, the Quote, this legislation will provide law enforcement uh, the tools for protecting our citizens and will help our state fight the ongoing problem created by illegal immigration. Florida will not be a sanctuary state for illegal immigrants, said McCullen. The legislation will require Florida law enforcement officials to check a suspected illegal immigrant's status in the course of a stop or a violation of another law. This goes beyond the existing situation in the state where officials are allowed to check immigration status, but not required to. This would require officers who make a stop on somebody to check their immigration status. Florida, especially its southern portion, is a major US migration destination for uh, nationals of course from the Caribbean and Latin America, making it a cultural and racial melting pot. Many migrants work in the Sunshine State. S- let's see a uh, 9 billion dollar the 9 billion dollar citrus sector or in other industries. Uh, such as farming, tourism, etc. Democrats obviously upset, but this, they say, goes even further than the Arizona law. And of course, now they're talking about this could be a a source of discrimination. What's the discrimination? If you're not supposed to be here... You're not supposed to be here. This doesn't just apply to Latinos, this applies to Chinese that aren't supposed to be here. If you're if you're coming here from China, you're coming here from Japan, Korea, Canada for God's sake. It doesn't matter if you're not supposed to be here. If you're here on an expired visa, if you're here for more than 30 days or the statute, whatever the statute is that you, you can come and visit the United States. But then if you're here for more than 30 days, I think then you're in violation of the law or something like that. If you are here longer than that, if you have overstayed the welcome, the legal amount of time and you don't have the necessary paperwork to be here, then you're here illegally. I don't understand why this is a controversy. This is... This to me, it's it's like if somebody robs a bank, it doesn't matter what race they are. They robbed a bank. If somebody comes into the United States and and enters a sovereign territory without the permission of that territory, then they're in violation of the law. If a guy walks through your front door of your house and just plops down on the couch and turns on the TV and uh, and says, you know what, I'm just, you know, I'm just chill out here and watch Big Brother. They're in violation of your property. They've entered your home. They have broken and entered, breaking and entering. That's what they've done, and that's what's going on here. Uh, this, To me, it's it's not a controversy. This is common sense stuff, folks. And uh, you know, they say, well, we're, we're first going to get rid of the lawbreakers. Well, fine, you're going to get rid of the people that have gone beyond just coming here illegally. You're going to go after the people that have broken the law. Well, of course you are. You should. In Maricopa County, 30% of the crime that is committed is committed by illegal immigration, uh, immigrants. 30% of the crime in Maricopa County uh, is, is, create, is done by illegal immigrants. I mean, that's, that's mind-bending. So that's uh, this Florida law, this just makes sense. Why shouldn't police have all the tools they need to fight crime? If it's a violation of federal law, then it should naturally be able to be enforced by any law enforcement officer. If the president, who is the chief law enforcement officer of the United States, won't enforce the law, then it's incumbent upon local or state law enforcement to do that. They're doing their job. They are upholding. They are executing the law. That's why they are part of the executive branch. They are there to make sure the laws are enforced. That's why they are there. Those are people that we trust to enforce our laws. This, To me, I, I just... I guess maybe I'm, I'm past the whole illegal immigration controversy because it doesn't even seem like a controversy anymore. There's a law. They're breaking it. Throw them out. But, Mike, they're doing the jobs that Americans won't do. Well, yeah, because Americans don't want to do a job for $2 an hour. Oh, but there's minimum wage laws, Mike. Yeah, well, they get paid under the table. They're paid under the table. They don't pay any taxes. And since they don't pay any taxes and they're paid under the table, they can't go to the authorities and say, yeah, uh, I, they can't go to the Department of Labor and say, I'm being underpaid. They're not paying me minimum wage. Because then uh, the Department of Labor goes, well, okay, uh, and you are. Oh, I am um, uh, i don't have a social security number. I'm here illegally. Um, yeah. What's the controversy? All right, and then we have something even more bizarre than than all this. We have a Democratic candidate for state representative in New Hampshire. This guy has, you talk about opening mouth, inserting foot. So uh, a couple of days ago, we talked about uh, former Alaska Senator Ted Stevens. So some guy, he's like, he's like 80 something years old. A guy that we had railed on on this show many times because he's just done some Pretty atrocious things as a senator. He was... Um, you talk about a a person that represented spending and pork barrel spending. This is the guy that had the bridge to nowhere, this Ted Stevens. So his plane crashed on Tuesday, and he died. This guy, uh, this... Let's see. Um, who is this guy? He is... I, I don't see his name here. But anyway, he's running for um, state representative in New Hampshire. He wrote on his Facebook page that he wishes that uh, Sarah, Palin, Sarah Palin and Levi Johnston had gone down with the, uh, with the plane. They denounced Democrat New Hampshire House candidate Keith Holleran. They denounced him. Uh, the, the state Republicans said that they, uh, they, they want him to denounce uh, his comments uh, for a public death wish against uh, the former governor. They also said that they they called, um, they just called it reprehensible. Well, yeah, it is. It's, it is completely reprehensible. You don't say that about somebody. What the hell is going on here? You know, this is the kind of embittered tripe that you read over there at Daily Kos, uh, Democrat Underground. This Every time um, Dick Cheney has a heart attack, all of these people, they pile on, they go, good, the son of a bitch, hope he dies. You know, this is the kind of stuff that's on the Mike Malloy show. There's, there are people that go on the radio, like that Mike Malloy, he goes on, and he actually says, I wish I could be violent against these people. This is the kind of mentality that's on the radio. This is the kind of mentality that's on that side of the aisle. Am I saying that there aren't Republicans that do that too? I'm sure there are. There, are, you know, we have pr- certainly pointed those out on this show before. You know, I, I I am just as disgusted when every time I read a story the other day, it was about baseball. For God's sake, I, I read a story about the the Reds and the Cardinals. All right, Reds and the Cardinals had a little uh little fight the other day. Dusty Baker, Tony La Russa, Chris Carpenter. Brandon Phillips, Yadier Molina. It was like this huge melee between the, the Reds and the Cardinals the other day. Two teams that definitely don't like each other. And in the comments part of the story, I some guy immediately trolls and maybe, you know, who knows what party affiliation he really had or who knows, he probably was just being a troll. But he writes, you know what the real problem here is that Barack Obama is a Muslim and then he just goes on this Barack Obama tangent and he made, that just totally destroys the thread. That totally destroys the comments section of that story because then everybody piles on and everybody weighs in with their political opinion. So it happens on both sides, but it's just so weird. These guys with these death wishes, and you know, the media never covers this. You know that if a Tea Party person had said this, if a tea, if somebody as part of the Tea Party was out there saying, man, you know, I wish that son of a bitch... Uh, so and so. I wish uh, Harry Reid was went down in that crash with Ted Stevens. You know that it would be all over the place, and there would be there would be uh, senators. You you can Nancy Pelosi would uh, demand the resignation. She would demand the head of the person that said that in the Tea Party. But since it was somebody on the left that's running for state representative in New Hampshire, that's nah, all right. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Who cares? that's the double standard. These folks in the Tea Party, and I'm not saying I agree with everybody that's in the Tea Party, but these folks in the Tea Party, they don't even do half the crap they're accused of. You know, uh, there's still nobody that can prove. There's still no video evidence that anybody in the Tea Party spat on a senator. There's still no proof that somebody in the Tea Party held up uh, racist signs uh, with, with uh, you know, swastikas and whatnot all over them. There's no evidence that that ever happened. That's not even out there. And yet, here we are, we're, uh, you know, the, the Tea Party folks are being accused of that. And there's no evidence. Meanwhile, this guy, it's a quote. It's on his Facebook page. Maybe he could say, well, uh, somebody hacked into my Facebook page. But he didn't deny saying it. He says, what's the big deal? So I said it. My point is, I don't even think it's, listen. I don't think it's nice. It's it's certainly within his right to say it. I'm not going to sit here and demand that the guy, uh, Resigned that he stepped down, that he shy away from politics. I'm not going to demand that he goes home and puts a gun in his mouth or anything. I just think it's funny. My, my take on this entire thing is I just think once again, it just demonstrates the bias. It clearly demonstrates the media bias. You haven't heard anything about this guy, this Keith Holleran. Nobody's talking about this guy and he's out there wishing. I wish Sarah Palin had died in that plane crash instead of Ted Stevens, or maybe both of them should have died. And Levi Johnston too. That's nice. The father of a young child. You wish that the, fa- even though the guy is annoying, this Levi Johnston, there's no question. He's an annoying little douche, but you're going to wish the father of somebody's baby dies. What a, I mean, what are you, who are you to wish that on anybody? And you know, these po- folks over at Daily Cost and all these other people, you know, they're, they're right on board with that. They think that that's great. I, I was reading the comments associated with this story, and a lot of them are like, yeah, you know, I wish I wish uh, Dick Cheney, I wish they could have had the entire Republican Party on that plane, blah, 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 blah. That's what you get. It's the kind of rhetoric that we have going on now. It's just sick. It's sick, and it's sick on both sides. I'm tired of it. I'm so tired of the polarization that's going on in this country, but it's just... It's gotten to a point where it's it's so out of hand and we've we've so lost touch and we're so just way on the on the boundaries uh, of insanity. We have to reel it back in. I've been preaching this message on this show for a long time. Look, folks, we have to put down the Kool-Aid at some point. We have to put down the Democrat and Republican Kool-Aid. And we have to get back to common sense because right now this country needs that. This country does not need Democrats, nor does it need Republicans. This country needs common sense to fix the problems. We have 10% unemployment, and quite frankly, it's closer to 20%. The real number is closer to 20%. We have GDP that's way down. We, we had 400. Here's a story out today. I wrote this down. Let me see. It's over here in my notes someplace. Uh, I wrote this down. Yeah, we have 449,000 people that filed, that were new filers, uh, new filings for unemployment benefits last week. 449,000 in the month of July. We lost 131,000 jobs. Now, some of those were census workers, but that was about 50,000. Because the census is now pretty much over with. So now, but still, that's, I mean, still, we're talking about 131,000 jobs lost. You know, I'm so tired of hearing about the summer of recovery. I'm so tired of hearing about how oh, the stimulus is working and ah, oh, there's new jobs being created. No, there's not new jobs. Yeah, there's some new jobs being created in a sector over here. But for every new job that's being created over there, we're losing two jobs in all these other sectors. The the problem is we're still losing jobs. The net effect is losing jobs. And people can try and spin that as, as well as they want. They can try and come out and say, well, we're not losing as many jobs in these sectors. We're not losing as many jobs as quickly as we were losing jobs. The point is you're still losing jobs. That's the bottom line here. And we have to get back to... We have to get back to... Um, Investing in America. We have to get back to giving businesses incentives for having their business here in America and not sending all the jobs to India, not sending all the jobs to Taiwan and China and everywhere else, not having a car that says Ford on it and most of the parts are assembled in Mexico not having ridiculous trade situations like NAFTA. People laughed at Ross Perot. People made fun of the big-eared Ross Perot. Eh, He had his pie charts and his graphs, and everybody thought he was boring. But you know what? That night, I still remember, because I was in high school when it happened, he sat there and debated with Al Gore about NAFTA. And and Ross Perot said, this is going to kill us? Now, now, see what we got going on here? Now, now, you're more mixed up than a feather in a whirlwind. Let me tell you something here now now you can't you can't have this kind of trade deficit he was right he was absolutely right and he wasn't that he wasn't the only one screaming about that but we have a significant trade deficit in this country we have so many issues that we need to tackle but the bottom line is we need to focus back on america and that's what people don't understand Man, it's, I, I'm telling you, we can fix this. This is not an irreparable situation, although we're almost at the point where it is. That's the problem. We have $13 trillion in debt. During this president's administration alone, we've tacked on almost $3 trillion in debt, almost. I was reading last week, last week, Let me see, let me make sure I have this right. Let me look over here. Uh actually, no. this was in yeah, in one week, one week, we spent 165 billion dollars in a week. How does that happen? How is it in this country we're spending so much? I I mean, we have 47% of our budget that goes to the military. That's got to be slashed. We have, uh, I I just, there's another story here out today that uh, wages, wages in the private sector have increased 9%. All right. Uh, In the last, uh, over the last uh, several years, wages uh, over the last five years, wages have increased 9%. Wages in the, in the in the private sector wages of government employees have increased 37% so wages for government employees are increasing four times faster than the wages for the private sector government workers and I know some of them work hard and I understand but you want to start cutting some fat you start cutting there See, this whole thing, it's just, it's... I have to tell you, it's not making any sense to me. (sighs) All right. I'm fine. I'm all right. I'll be cool. All right. Now, um, coming up, I've got to get to a story about... um, the happiest place on well, the second happiest place on earth, I guess that would be Disney World. There's a a fine story about um, well, about sexual assault at Disney World. That's uh, some happy stuff to look forward to. Plus, we got to talk about Lady Gaga. Speaking of sexual assault, ugh. Uh, so we'll get to that. What else? Um, oh, there's there's a million things still to get into. You know how we work here. Mike at KMGX.com That's the email address It's Mike at KMGX.com AOL Instant Messenger Michael Graff Show the screen name Michaelgraff.com For everything else Michael Graff related What you're experiencing Is Michael Graff in Exile On a Tuesday Back after this Third and final segment, Michael Graff in Exile. <laughs> Got a little jumpy on the buttons there. We're back. It's uh, Thursday, the 12th day of August, 2010. Thank you for checking us out. Mike at kmgx.com. That's our email address. It's Mike at kmgx.com. That's also our PayPal address for your generous contributions to this program. Keep us on the air. Thank you. Uh, Michael Groff Show, AOL Instant Messenger, and for everything else related to this fine program, you know, it's MichaelGroff.com. On the turn of a friendly call. No, the game never ends when your whole world depends On the turn of a friendly call. All right, a couple of things to get to. Um, this is a this is a fun story. Well, not really. But a must in of a so we have here a story from the one of the happiest places on earth. Allegedly, while visiting Epcot Center in Florida, a Pennsylvania woman alleges that a Disney employee dressed as Donald Duck. Grabbed her breast and molested her after she bought, after she sought an autograph. After the alleged groping, Donald Duck made gestures, apparently with his, with his uh, snowy white hands, indicating that he had done something wrong. According to a lawsuit filed last month by April Magalon. Uh, The Upper Darby Woman, 27, was visiting Epcot Center with her children and fiancé in May 2008 when the incident reportedly happened. Megalon um, is suing Disney for negligence, battery, and infliction of emotional distress and is seeking in excess of $50,000 in damages. If only $50,000, if I were Disney, I'd just settle it. Just make the woman go away. You should just be lucky that she's not suing for $10 million, like everybody else. The entertainment giant has uh, petitioned to have the lawsuit, uh, and uh, which was filed in Pennsylvania court, transferred to federal court in Philadelphia. According to Magalon's complaint, uh, she had suffered severe physical injury, emotional distress, and... Uh, emotional anguish as a result but not limited to post-traumatic stress disorder. As a result of the run-in with Donald Duck she also contends that the incident was quote, one of a long line of continuing long-standing similar prior incidents involving the group of patrons uh, by costumed Disney employees. So in other words this woman is a nut. She's saying that She has been long suffering with problems stemming around Disney characters throughout her whole life. Okay, lawsuit over. Thanks. That's the end of that. Fifty thousand dollars in damages, saying that Donald Duck uh, groped and uh, and molested her and and did all sorts of stuff. Somebody times like everybody starts doing the Donald Duck voice. I can't do it anymore. You know, I used to be able to do that. I can't do it now. But. I can only imagine. That woman probably just starts... She's like a Vietnam vet who hears uh, hears a loud noise and ducks. She's going to be like... Uh, she sees a Disney character, she sees like Mickey Mouse walk by, and she immediately like hides behind a pole or something. And we shouldn't make fun of it, I guess. Aside from the fact that uh, it looks... According to some of the comments that this woman has made, it does kind of look as though it's a little bit trumped up. Meanwhile, a gay rights group wants a federal court... in Idaho to block the U.S. Air Force from discharging an aviator under the don't ask, don't tell law that bars openly gay and lesbian military members from service. Service member uh, Legal Defense Network filed its lawsuit Wednesday in federal court in Boise asking for a temporary restraining order to stop the Air Force from discharging L.A. Colonel Victor Mahimbach Uh, until a full hearing can be scheduled. It also wants the law declared unconstitutional. Well, good luck with that. uh, Fehrenbach is a a 19-year-old military member who has been uh, decorated uh, for his combat valor in Iraq, disclosed that he was gay in 2008 as he defended himself against uh, allegations investigated by the Boise Police Department that he raped another man. Ferenbach said that he had sex with the man, but it was consensual. So he's, he's out there. He is an openly gay guy. And uh, under the military's don't ask, don't tell policy, that means you're bounced out of, on your ass. See you later. It is pretty ridiculous. It's ridiculous that in the military we have a don't ask, don't tell policy. It's stupid. It's, it's never made sense, but it's not going to be declared unconstitutional. This guy loses, unfortunately. But quite honestly, would you want to be in the military? If you're a gay guy, do you really... I mean, I, know, I understand, yeah, you want to serve your country, but do you really want to serve your country in the climate of the military being what it is right now? If you go back there, let's say you win your lawsuit, let's say you win your temporary restraining order and you're allowed to continue service in the, in the Air Force, do you think you're going to have the respect? Do you think that honestly uh, they're going to give you a fair shake and you're going to be treated well in the military? Not a chance. There's not a chance in hell of that happening. So it's that's just how it is. The don't ask, don't tell policy. It's not made sense since it was instituted, and it continues to not make sense. But you know, we can't have them fags in the military. I tell you what. All right, it's time for an update on Lady Gaga. So Lady Gaga, this happened while we were on our hiatus. Lady Gaga made an appearance here in the Phoenix area. She had a concert. And you know, concert, it's her singing along with a track. Concerts involve musicians playing instruments and singing and it's a whole thing. It actually involves, you know, a performance. So anyway, she had a an event where she sang along to a track. And um, During the event She stopped And and she gave a little speech Of course She waited on Arizona's SB 1070 She said You know a lot of artists Told me not to come here But I said I'm going there And then she went on This whole spiel About how we have to stop The police state That that we're in She said that Arizona Is turning into a police state As a result of SB 1070 And all this other nonsense Listen let's, Let's get real here You're Lady Gaga, okay? You're up there, you're 24 years old, you're a 24-year-old female that sings crappy songs. You don't have the perspective or the intelligence or the life experience to be able to weigh in on such a heavy issue like this. I just love it. When 24-year-old know-nothings proceed to tell us about a police state, you wouldn't know what a police state was. You know nothing about the economic hardships that people are facing. You know nothing about the problems that are being created by illegal immigrants. You have no idea why people are overwhelmingly in favor. That's the other problem. You're speaking to a crowd of of 13-year-olds, mostly, and their parents... While you're standing there in your underwear and bra I mean, who's going to take you very seriously? You're Lady Gaga Okay, take off your clothes If I want to know how to take off my clothes And look like a whore in front of a bunch of people And sing badly Then I will come to you If I want political discourse I'm not going to your concerts to get it Give me a break Lady Gaga Lady Gaga there's only two reasons you should have your mouth open. One of them involves singing. And there you have it. <laughs> That's your lady gaga update, so she went off on Arizona a little bit. she went off on the industry a little bit uh, she doesn't know a thing of what she's talking about twenty four year old women uh who have everything handed to them in life generally don't know what they're talking about twenty four year olds in general generally don't know what they're talking about, particularly those in the in the celebrity arena the either musicians. Or actors. Hell, 54-year-old actors don't have a clue. Mel Gibson doesn't have a clue. You know, that whole thing went down. We got to play those Mel Gibson tapes still. I know everybody's played them and heard them. Have you seen, aside from maybe Tiger Woods, have you ever seen a guy have such an amazing fall as Mel Gibson? You're talking about a guy that was considered a, 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 by some a sex symbol by many, myself included, a, a very great actor in his prime, a guy that starred in all these great movies, and then he just went nuts. Like, right before our eyes, this guy just totally melted down. This guy just went ape crap in front of everybody. And the, it just, it continues. It perpetuates itself. I, uh, I couldn't believe it. So maybe uh, maybe on uh, tomorrow's show we'll we'll bust out with some of those tapes. Uh, perhaps James will join us on the show tomorrow. Um, we'll see. I, I'll i look into that. We'll see if he's available. We'll try and get that going. Uh, we'll also have to take a look at the pop chart tomorrow on the show. A lot going on with that. And so much more. You know what it is. It's the one and only Michael Graff in Exile. So that'll be our Friday show coming up for you tomorrow. All right, Mike at KMGX.com. That is our email address. It is Mike at KMGX.com. That's also our PayPal address. We do live... And uh, and exist on your donations So please uh, keep those coming in to us Mike at kmgx.com Our PayPal address Michael Groff Show That's our screen name on AOL Instant Messenger You are welcome to send us a message anytime 24-7, 365 It's always up and available I do eventually respond to all of the email All of the messages Including the death threats So you can always keep those coming in and uh, michaelgraff.com for everything else Michael Graff related Our chat channel is over there and everything else So There's absolutely no excuse Why you shouldn't get into it Our podcasts, we put those up You know, whenever we do them Which I realize is still highly infrequent But That's where the donations come in, folks We're back tomorrow for another fine edition of this program. Michael Graff in exile. Have a great night, everybody. See you next time. Ciao.